I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Showers and thunderstorms likely tonight, otherwise mostly cloudy, breezy in the low of 59. A union that represents 3,800 Illinois Department of Transportation workers has voted to authorize a strike. 95% of union members voted in support, calling for better wages and to remain with their preferred health insurer. Their last contract with IDOT expired last July. Teamsters spokesperson Pasquale Gianni says several local unions are currently in mediation, but the decision to go on strike should be made within a couple of weeks. Because they like their health insurance and they want to keep it, and they're, they're sending a clear message to the state that um, they're willing to, to go you know, as far as withholding their labor to uh, ensure that they can keep their insurance. In a statement, IDOT officials call public safety its top priority and say the agency would continue working to partner with bargaining units. Questions from members of the U.S. Supreme Court on Thursday seem to suggest the majority won't boot former President Donald Trump from Colorado's November ballot or allow other Democratic-leaning states like New Mexico to do so. David Becker, who leads the Center for Election Innovation and Research, believes the justices will base their decision on whether one state can disqualify a candidate seeking national office. There seem to be a lot of concern that this could lead to either chaos with a lot of different decisions coming from states or whether this would mean that one state could effectively decide this very important issue for all of the states. And it seemed like, to some degree, all nine justices had some concern about that. Formal challenges to Trump's presidential candidacy have been filed in at least 35 states, but they will likely remain on hold as Becker expects the Supreme Court to issue a ruling soon, perhaps as early as next week, and not later than the end of the month. I think the Supreme Court took this case on an accelerated schedule, clearly with an eye towards clarifying this issue from a federal constitutional perspective as quickly as possible. Earlier this week, in a separate lawsuit against Trump, a federal appeals court ruled he is not immune from prosecution for trying to overturn the 2020 election. Trump lawyers also are expected to appeal that decision to the high court. A property owner in Jackson County is hospitalized after he says one of his tenants stabbed him while he was doing work on the property. The Jackson County Sheriff's Department reports 67-year-old Randy Legrand of Murfreesboro told deputies he was doing maintenance work on one of his mobile homes along Business Highway 13 in rural Murfreesboro early this afternoon when the tenant stabbed him in the neck area with a kitchen knife. The tenant is identified as 39-year-old Jonathan Brim of Murfreesboro. Legrand was taken to a local hospital. Although his injuries are reported to be serious, they are not considered life-threatening. Brim is in the Jackson County Jail. He's charged with aggravated battery. New Illinois legislation backed by Governor J.B. Pritzker would require a lawyer for kids under 18 during a police interrogation. WBEZ's Chip Mitchell has that story. The attempted expansion of juvenile rights follows a WBEZ lawsuit that won release of a video of an interrogation in north suburban Waukegan. The footage shows a detective coaxing a teen's false confession to a shooting. The bill was introduced this week by State Senator Robert Peters of Chicago. It applies to any public official questioning a child in custody about any crime. It would also bar kids from waiving their right to counsel. But lobbying groups for prosecutors, sheriffs, and chiefs of police say requiring a lawyer for suspects under 18 would discourage teens from talking to police and make it too hard to solve crimes. Chip Mitchell, WBEZ News. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.